0: Hey, redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian. And today's episode is super cool. It's all about fading red hair. It's about being at the salon as a redhead. And we are talking to one of our favorite fashion gurus in New York City, her hairstylist, Taylor Tomasi Hills hairstylist, Gian Vincent. And we are going to call him up and get all the details that redheads need. If you are Fading. if you have whites coming in like me, if you um, just want to be more vibrant, if you're not a redhead, you want to be a redhead like Taylor Tomasi Hill, we're going to talk to Gian and get all the details.
1: And if you're not familiar with Taylor Chamasi Hill, you're missing out. And no, um, she's
0: been our inspiration for like over 10 years. Yeah,
1: she's amazing. We discovered her when we started How to Be a Redhead in 2011. We were living in New York City. And then I want to say like Fashion Week of 2011, 12 or 13, around that time. She, I believe, was working at Mary Claire um, as a magazine editor and I think believe in accessories. But... It's just all of her photos of her street fashion just really captivated Adrian and I. And it's yeah. her, the confidence and her vibrant hair color and the clothes that she wears and her accessories just has been an inspiration to us for years. So it was pretty amazing when Gian started tagging us in a couple of his after client photos, um, hair photos of Taylor. And we contacted him right away saying, oh, MJ. Like we've been huge fans of yeah. her for so long. And the fact that um, you do her hair color, you know, we'd love to have you on our podcast. And here we are. So we're excited to talk with him. You know, he's had 15 years of experience working on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. He is at the San Bricado salon. So all you listeners who are in the Big Apple or surrounding area, definitely check him out in the salon. Um, he's amazing. He is known for you know, the high fashion hair color and working with redheads, um, Taylor Tomasi Hill, and we'll go into detail about this, mentioned him in goop. Um, and that kind of, you know, just made him, you know, not who it, it really it gave him like a buzz. buzz yeah, say, right? exactly. Yep. It gave him buzz, especially in the redhead world. So, um, He's a senior hair colorist and he works on Taylor Tomasi Hill. And it's just pretty cool because, you know, we've talked a lot about hair care at home, but we're really signaling in on um, hair coloring at the salon, you know, and that's important because they're experts, just like he's, you know, a world renowned expert in hair color. So if you're, you know, if you want to take your hair To the salon for various reasons, this podcast episode is for you. So let's give them a call. Finally, have brows, a tinted eyebrow gel made by How to Be a Redhead, specially formulated and curated by us, Stephanie and Adrian. Finally, have brows is available in the original long wearing version and now in a volumizing option, too. Both options tint and provide perfect redhead brows. You're unique, your eyebrow product should be too. Shop finally have brows, long wearing and volumizing at Com. Hi, Gian. It's Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti from How to Be a Redhead. Hi,
2: thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, we have to start off this interview talking about Taylor Tomasi Hill. Um, we've been a huge fan of hers for years. I think when she worked at Mary Claire, I believe. Um, and mm-hmm. I think we were just have always been obsessed with her hair color. And then um, a couple weeks ago, I know that she's a client of yours and you tagged us on Instagram and we had to, of course, um, reply to your tag on Instagram. And so about her hair color, um, can you tell us a little bit about her shade of red hair? If someone wanted to go vibrant, whether they were natural or dyed, what would they necessarily have to do?
2: So, uh, Taylor's hair color is like an orange based copper, a very vibrant, um, fashion red. And it really goes well with her skin tone. You know, she has a really that, that porcelain, uh, complexion. So she can really wear that kind of vibrant hair. Uh, it is a lot of maintenance. You know, she's a natural brunette. So, uh, she gets it done like every like two weeks pretty much. So it oh, does, wow. it, it's a lot of, it is a lot of maintenance. But, um, what I like about orange based, reds, which is sort of like what I'm kind of, uh is my specialty, is that they fade into kind of like a strawberry color. So it's not the fade out isn't like so uh, hard.
1: Okay. And the maintenance with that every two weeks, it just, is that something, well, I guess for someone hearing that they may think, oh my God, obviously that is a lot of commitment and maintenance. What do you recommend to make sure that you're not damaging your hair through this every two week process.
2: So what I, what I've tried to do with my redheads, what I find is that, um, you don't really need to ever, I don't highlight my redheads with bleach. I find that I don't need it. I, if I do, you need to do highlights? I use a high lift color, which, um, is minimally invasive, uh, in terms of the cuticle. So Taylor's hair color doesn't, doesn't, um, there's no damage. It's a, it's very gentle. It's, it's it's so beautiful. Thanks. Um, it's a, it's very gentle. It's, um, there's no damage. Uh, the reason she gets it done so much is because she likes it really, really vibrant and those pure tones, that red tone is very hard to keep in the hair because it's an, you know, it's an artificial dye. So it, it does wash you out kind of, kind of fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it's beautiful. So fading red hair, um, Obviously, Taylor, you said is a natural brunette, but going into if, you know, natural redheads who are listening, um, myself included, you know, over the years, I think mm-hmm. just with my age and the time of year, um, especially after the winter. I'm sure you've seen this, but red hair typically will fade, whether it's, you know, getting brassy or maybe highlights from the sun. Um, Mm -hmm. So what are some tips for those looking to combat fading red hair at home um, versus, you know, if they were to go into a salon?
2: Okay. Well, one thing I like to do is um, at-home color conditioners. They can kind of help in kind of, you know, make it a little bit more vibrant without really disrupting your natural color. So I really like those. Um, I struggle a little bit with the stuff that is available uh, to the public because I just find um, they're too pink or they're too red and they don't look natural. And sometimes I have a hard time with that they don't come out of the hair. And sometimes I feel like uh, if, especially for shampoos, the the distribution of color is not even so sometimes you get like a hot spot like right you know in the front of the hair where someone's shampooing so that's why i like to use conditioners so i i mix my own i make custom color conditioners um at the salon for my clients and i do that with um my boss sam bricado he has a color uh, a product line called together beauty And we have like an all natural mask that lends really well to making it in color mask. So I do it with direct eyes and then I can kind of um, make it as bright, as vibrant as I want to, or as soft as I want to. So I can really customize it for someone so that you're not getting like, you know, such a huge change. Or if you really want, you know, that vibrant look, I can, I can customize that.
1: Wow. I love that. I love the customization. Yeah. Cause I do, I do know what you mean when someone isn't applying it correctly. It could just land. Cause you typically, I'm trying to think how I shampoo my hair and I do start right here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and usually where you want the pop of color is more on the ends of the hair and not so much on the roots. Because I mean, if, if you're coloring your hair and dealing with fading at home, you're not really fading from the root; you're fading from the ends. So that's why I like to use a conditioner because the conditioner mostly goes on the ends of the hair. And i I use prim- primarily. I just think that orange orange hair colors is best for keeping reds vibrant at home. I really don't like like red hair color. I find that it comes out like Way too pink for at home, so I do it with a mix of um, orange and yellow dyes, and you know I can make it as orange as possible or you know as soft as possible.
0: And does does Taylor Tomasi Hill does she use an at home or does she? Oh, she does. Okay, Mm
1: -hmm. to keep up with the maintenance, yeah, definitely. So Mm -hmm. okay, so now let's go into the topic of gray hair. I think that um, that's a topic that we get asked a lot by various, you know, age demographics with our redhead um, followers. And, and yeah, it's a topic that we do get asked quite a bit, whether it's redheads who are just turning gray, you know, maybe it's less than 20% or it's redheads who are over 50%. And it's, it's one of those, as you would probably agree, it's such a personalized Topic, you know, where mm-hmm. uh, when we do receive that question, we it's not that we don't know where to stray them, you know. We kind of give them a list of topics or articles that we've shared in the past few years, but right. it's just a, to such a asked about top question, yeah. right, Adrian?
0: So- yeah, that's like that's like me. I mean, I was just doing my hair before this and I'm getting white hairs, but I've always had like little strands, like even in my teenage years, but I'm getting a lot more now I'm 34. So I was just doing my hair and I was like, I should be using a color depositing shampoo or something. Like I should consult with someone. Cause I am, they're not noticeable right now, but it's so personal. Like what Steph was saying, because I like identify as such a natural redhead that it's like hard for me to, to do anything to change that but i know that i don't want to have a lot of white hair either
2: right right um so the way i tackle uh natural redheads that are starting to go gray is i introduce um a gloss as a base i gloss it now gloss is a translucent color so it does not change your natural hair color it only deposits color on the grays so what you know my so my mom's a natural redhead she's a ginger
0: Oh my so gosh!
2: I, yeah, so I I've had my whole uh been working you know, with my, my whole it. life. <laughs> uh, I just remember when I was a teenager, like any time my mom came home from the salon, she was just never happy. She either, and plus her hair is curly, so she's it's sensitive. Okay, okay uh but she either always felt like her hair was the color of a brick; it just made it way too brown, or she felt like it was Bozo the Clown.
0: <laughs> right, right. So it's so hard.
2: I, I've been working on it. Um, And so then, you know, as she got older, what I found is that, you know, as she started to go get gray, you know, reds lose their red. So the red kind of turns to, you know, the ginger that you're used to turns a little bit more dusty and it turns a little bit more into like a dark blonde. And then you have these, you know, gray strands. So what I started doing was glossing her base and making the grays look like highlights. So they turned more of like a golden ginger. Mm-hmm. so it's uh, you have very dimensional hair because reds have a lot of dimension it's not one solid color I think that's where a lot of colorists go wrong is when a redhead comes in and wants to cover the gray and they just immediately reach for the permanent dye natural red color when you introduce ammonia to it it wants to be red so it goes flaming red and all of a sudden no way. You, wow. yeah, you're in a situation where. Your natural color is no longer natural, and it's one solid color, and you're kind of stuck with it. So I have this formula that I've been honed in on and I worked out, and it is a very natural golden ginger color that just makes your grays a soft, highlighted color. It grows out really softly. There's no hard line. It just eventually gradually washes out. So you can do it as as often or as not often as you want through the year. No one's gonna, you know, say, "Oh, you, you know, look at that hard line growing out of your head." And it's funny. I had this is like my favorite, one of my favorite stories is, um, you know, once when Taylor mentioned me in Goop, I got this huge amount of of redhead clientele, but like from all all you know areas of red from like the super fashion, you know artificial color to supernatural because a lot of the natural color, you know, women felt like, Oh, he does red. So he understands red. So, um, once I had a couple natural redheads and I, and I used my, my glossing for their, for their base, more and more started coming, but I had this one woman come and she's, uh, she used to be a model. She's gorgeous. And now she has a lot of like white hair and she had never colored her hair before. Um, just this beautiful ginger color with like this you know with the whites coming through the front and um i said listen don't worry i have like the color for you and it's you're not going to feel like a different person it's just going to look like you know 10 years ago and she goes um no pressure but i am more nervous doing this than i was when i lost my virginity
0: That is so true. I love honest.
2: Yeah, it was great. So you know, I did my color, and then you know, it came out great. Looked so natural. But I like brought the mirror to her in the sink, and I was like, I just want you to see it before. And she's like, oh, oh." you know, just like the exhale of she was herself and our character. Didn't look crazy because it is. It's a very emotional thing.
0: I actually have tears in my eyes. I actually do, like <laughs> thinking about oh. thinking about even like her how she must have been. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just like that's. It's so emotional. It's like you. It's your identity. It's everything.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. And I think you have to really trust your hair colorist. I think that's where mm-hmm. she yeah. really put yeah. faith. You know, your redheaded clients, especially her, with oh my God, this is, as Adrian said, my identity and, mm-hmm. and then seeing it. And it was probably such a sign of, sigh of relief for her. Like, oh my gosh, I, this is exactly what I pictured my, or what I missed, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. I think everyone, you know, you're really afraid of, of looking like you colored your hair because your hair has been your identity, part of your identity for so long that, you know, yeah you want to maintain it, but you don't want to look artificial and you don't want to look like you just went and and colored your hair. You still want it to be your identity.
1: Right. So for someone using the gloss on their grays, how often do you need to maintain it? Or does it kind of just depend person to person?
2: It depends person to person. And it also depends on how much white you have. Um, So, you know, for some people, for some women that are you know they're not that gray and they really don't want to be in the salon all the time you know they, they can do it every you know eight weeks and sometimes even longer that woman that i was talking about earlier allison who i'll show you a picture of her after we're done um yeah. uh she she probably gets her hair colored maybe like four times a year okay yeah so it there's it's very as much or little maintenance as you want and it's the glosses are acidic And they make the hair really shiny and they're full of conditioner. So it makes your hair feel great. There's no damage. So you can do it as often as you want. It is a color, though. It is something that, you know, you have to have a professional mix for you.
1: Right, right. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now going into, okay, redheads who have dyed their hair. And the reason why we wanted to ask you this is we have been – asked this question quite a bit recently. Um, I used to dye my hair blonde when I was really young. So we received, I don't know if it's they've heard, you know, Adrian and I both have different stories with her always identifying with her red hair, never dying it. And then me kind of the complete opposite. And then in college, mm-hmm. you know, I fell in love with it. But for a redhead who has dyed their hair, let's say blonde, and they want to go back to their natural roots, what should they do?
2: Again, glossing, I would go back to glossing and, you know, I think the secret I've learned with my redhead formulations is that there's actually very little amount of red in the formula. You you really don't need that much to make it to to be the natural ginger. It's actually much more um, gold in the formula. So glossing, glossing it back just to maintain the the health of the hair and um, keep the integrity
1: so you can right so you can apply the gloss to the blonde yeah and it'll
2: tone the blonde down uh, back to your back to a ginger color
0: Oh, oh wow! Yeah, wow! Mm-hmm. I don't think you knew that. No, again, I didn't.
2: If you, like, if you think of hair color, hair color traditional hair color is like a milkshake; you can't see through it. A gloss is like iced tea; you can see through it. So it's very dimensional. So it's not that you would lose all of your highlights. Your highlights would just kind of become more of a ginger color. And again, I can adjust it—you know, lighter or darker—depending on what you want. But it's just a much more natural way to transition back instead of being just one flat color. I think gloss is a redhead hero.
1: Yeah. I, I was just going to say, it just seems like we've been saying the word gloss a lot. And I think uh-huh. it's a word that maybe not a lot of people have thought about. And I, I think back to when I went back to my natural hair, I feel like it was such a long process and I don't remember the hairstylist. I got it done in Boston. You remember when I transitioned Yeah, back? Yeah. And I feel like they put, I feel like. They put highlights in my hair. I don't remember Mm -hmm. a gloss. And then I had to keep cutting it, you know, because then the blonde was growing at my roots, Mm -hmm. but my natural hair was coming in. So it was such a weird Mm -hmm. transition. Then I ended up getting like a bob and Mm -hmm. slowly like I started leaving my hair. But I wish I had worn. I wish I had used a gloss. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds awesome. So what should every redhead be using in their hair care routine, you know, they're listening right now. Maybe they have a hair care routine already set up. Um, they have their, you know, cult favorite products, or maybe they're like, I really have no idea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's, there's so many options out there now. And I have a few, you know, favorites that I like. Um, I mean, one thing every redhead needs is, um, you know, sunscreen, sunscreen for your, you know, for your face and for your hair which can, you know, really help. Um, I really love, uh, Milbon, Milbon shampoo and conditioner. It's very gentle, uh, beautiful lines, Japanese line. Have you heard of them? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, their stuff is just great. And, um.
0: We're going to Google them right away.
2: Yeah. They're, they make the hair feel like silk. It's just, just, it's just. Really?
1: Incredible. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I think we all want silky hair, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh,
2: I work at the San Bricado salon in, uh, in New York City. And we have our own line too called Together Beauty, which is a organic natural hair care line. And we have a leave-in conditioner that, um, has color protection in it called Whatever, Wherever. And it's just a great everyday leave-in conditioner that prevents fading, keeps the hair healthy, shiny, um, if you're super lightweight, won't make your hair weigh down at all. I love that. And again, my, my custom color conditioners, I love. I don't know if I can make them available to everyone, but I could, I could try.
1: I know. I mm-hmm. wish. I wish that oh, you could send. Oh, I'll them. definitely
2: send you guys some.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I keep, you know, we used to live in New York City, and then now I I wish that I did live in New York City because when you were talking about your glosses, I was like, I would be at your salon like tomorrow. Because oh. <gasps> I think, you know, it's it's just so important to keep up with your red hair. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. such a unique it's such a unique shade. When you get a client for the first time, you know, let's say he or she's sitting down in your chair and they have red hair. Are you just, do you just love the color? Are you being a hair colorist?
2: I, I love the color. I have, um, I mean, I have days where all I do is red and those are my best. Those are my best days. Um, number one, the, I mean just the love. <laughs> because they like they, they're happy they're so happy to be here. I'm so happy to do it. I just I have such a passion for it. I love it. I can it.
0: tell. I was gonna um, ask if you really like your job because I can I just see the job. passion.
2: Yeah, I love my job. I always had such an affinity for, for red hair and I got so fortunate that Taylor mentioned me in that article and that I got to do I get still get to do so much of it. Um I also have to just say too that Taylor is also just an incredibly kind and warm person and she's hysterically funny and she's just one of the coolest people i've ever met so as cool as she looks she Jesus. looks so
0: cool i was going to oh, say she it. looks so cool she, i mean her just remember her street style in like 2012 mm-hmm. i mean that's oh, i think that's yeah. or maybe
1: it was earlier than that it might have been like
0: 2010 i think it was like new
1: york fashion week 20 mm-hmm. uh yeah adrian week 2012 2013 when it was like oh my god she is beautiful i mean yeah everything she's that like, she I mean iconic Yeah, she is. She is is. iconic. Mm -hmm. And it's so I think her style, too. It's so to me, it just looks so effortless. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, like she can just wear like a really cool scarf. I think you had tagged her after she had got you did her hair and she was wearing this really cool scarf. Mm -hmm. And then I just thought, oh, my God, I think I should start wearing scarves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's how it is with her. You feel like everything that she wears, like you need to wear because she also wears clothing that enhances her red hair.
2: Yeah, You know, like she'll wear like Great
0: Leopard or like Cobalt Mm -hmm. Blue or like, you know, striking colors that makes her red hair look even better.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it does. She has that gift.
0: Yeah. She's not afraid of color.
2: I love that.
1: Yeah, she's not afraid of color. And I think that's something that redheads either, you know, we hear really embrace color Mm -hmm. or they're a little scared to wear color, you know, whether it's on their lips or Mm -hmm. hair or, you know, making their hair more vibrant because they're... Yeah, they're just like, Oh my God, I already have so much color on my head, I don't have to wear color on my body.
2: Right. But then you see Taylor who like will wear like a yellow blazer and it's like it's amazing.
1: I know. <laughs> I know, and so many I redheads know. think they can't wear like pinks and yellows. But yeah. No, we, I think it's great. I, I totally one
0: hundred percent agree.
2: <laughs> Actually I love um pink next to red hair. I think it's great.
0: I? So do I. One of my favorite colors to wear with red hair. I just I think the contrast is so pretty. Uh Yeah, it's so pretty. Yeah. So we talked
1: about preserving. Okay, so going back to some hair Mm -hmm. tips and things, preserving hair color. um, Do you recommend color products that say on the bottle like color treated to preserve your color? Yeah.
2: I think it makes a huge difference. Um, When I used to color my hair, I remember uh, I was really into La and I, I was like, oh, they have a shampoo line. I want to, I want to use that. And I never really kind of thought about that it was going to be that different than a color saving shampoo. And I, I bought the coat, the shampoo, and I used it. And then the next morning, I had like this black stain on my pillow, and I was like, oh my god, it like leached the color out of my hair. Oh wow! Um, so it does make a big difference.
1: It does, and yeah. And how paper. about sulfates? What's your take? Well.
2: There are sulfates that are a dollar a barrel, and there are sulfates that are $10,000 a barrel. So there are all different qualities of sulfates, and they're not they're not all bad. Um, yeah. I think that the, the better quality of the product, the better quality of the sulfate is. I mean, sulfates are, are what the sequestering the agent that cleanses your scalp. Our line at San Sampracado Together Beauty has no sulfates in it, and it cleanses beautifully um and you know then then there are some other shampoos that don't have sulfates and they don't lather that well one thing you know one thing i think that i hear a lot of redheads that they don't really wash their hair especially ones that have um like really bright color hair Uh, they don't wash it that often in in between service you know but i have to say i'm a big fan of washing your hair
1: you are yeah Adrian, mm-hmm. Adrian's listening. <laughs> I mean,
0: obviously. I know. I'm how, not a, I, I just, you wash I, your I hair? Think, I have so much of it that I hate washing it. I actually go I for know. a blowout like once a week just because mm-hmm. I can't stand washing it and brushing it.
2: I know. It's you know you can. I mean, there are a lot of people that can get away with it. Um, I think that what I've just learned over the years, anytime someone starts to have a problem with either hair loss or a scalp. Condition. The first thing that like a trichologist will ask them is like, "Do you wash your hair?" Um, and they they recommend it really to keep the the scalp healthy. It needs It needs to be washed, and I also for color. I if so, if if I see so, a lot of my redhead clients come through in every two to three weeks, sometimes four weeks. I want the hair color to fade in between. I don't want it to build up because once like once the starts to build up, it's hard to get the color to pop and it's hard. It gets like the, it gets a little dingy. So I, I recommend people shampoo it. And it's like, if you're going to maintain it and you're going to be here anyway, let me just refresh it.
0: (laughs) Right,
1: right, right. No, that makes sense. So the wash train, the whole, you, you see it so much on social and online, the whole wash training your hair. So you mm-hmm. can only wash it like once every, I think it was 10 to 14 days. What's your take on that?
0: That's, that's way too much for I know. me. I know. I that's know. way too long. I think no. it's just the
1: buildup. I read some article and it was all about wash training. And I felt like it was just consecutive days using dry shampoo. And I don't know. Is that good for your hair? I don't
2: know. I, so. I mean, we wash everything else. You know, I mean, the this, this skin is an organ of exchange. Your, your, you know, stuff is coming out of your scalp as well. I think it's important to to cleanse it. You wash, you know, everything else. Dry shampoo gets people by, and especially if you like that dirty hair texture, um, especially, which is especially great for like blondes, you know, double process blondes. When you have that, like that Gwen Stefani white hair, that hair does look a little better dirty and um, that hair is super dehydrated. So it's probably, she can go longer without washing it um but again uh any kind of scalp issue you have to wash it so it's a, i guess it's a very personal thing if your scalp is is great only washing it once a week then you can get away with that you know go for it if you ever come into a problem where you know something's going on up there or you're dealing with any kind of hair loss um you got
0: to start washing it
1: yeah Adrian, you, you got to start washing it. No, you wash it.
0: You started, you wash it more. I actually, I actually love the feeling of clean hair. Like, I, too. I, like I I only have it like once a week. So I <laughs> love that feeling. I love it. Yeah. And I even try to like not even touch it for the first two days because I don't want to get it dirty. I know. Touching yeah. it is the hardest thing.
2: Yeah, it is hard. And I feel like red hair color also just looks better um, clean. You really see the dimension. It's it's beautiful. Whereas, you know, double-processed blonde hair, the white hair, it, looks, it does looks better dirty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing like clean hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for everything. You know, it's been so... I for me someone who has like I mentioned experienced fading red hair I've taken a lot of your tips already you know like jotting some random stuff down um as we've talked and it's just been really informative and as Adrian mentioned earlier we can tell that you are just so passionate about what you do and I think it's so refreshing and beautiful to you know, we see we're seeing you, and our listeners are obviously listening. But if you can see, you know how passionate you are when you do speak. It is it is amazing.
2: Oh, thank you so much. This is such a such a uh, pleasure to to meet you both and to be on your podcast. I'm such a huge fan of your Instagram. And if you either of you are ever in New York City, please come be my guest. I'd love to do your hair.
0: Oh, we are. Oh, we're coming. We're we're not your So get ready. <laughs> I would love that. Awesome. It would be so
1: fun to do like a whole afternoon with you and just... Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And up my red hair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Totally. And get rid of my whites that are coming in.
1: <laughs> I would love to. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Finally, have Brows, a tinted eyebrow gel made by How to Be a Redhead. Specially formulated and curated by us, Stephanie and Adrian. Finally, Have Brows is available in the original long-wearing version and now in a volumizing option too. Both options tint and provide perfect redhead brows. You're unique; your eyebrow product should be too. Shop Finally Have Brows long-wearing and volumizing at shop How great is he? Oh my gosh! First off, I want to plan a trip to New York City soon. I know, maybe in the I know. fall or something, because I really, I look at my hair. And I use a lot of at-home products, especially with COVID and, you know, having a baby. I, I haven't had time. I go get a haircut, but I think I need to really make it vibrant. And I just, I so I look at photos like Taylor Tomasi Hill, and her hair is just so vibrant, so pretty. It reminds me, it just, it's... It reminds me of a color that I, or I think I can achieve a color like that. It's obviously the maintain it. It's, it goes every two weeks, every two it's weeks. A lot. Yeah. It's a commitment. And it's something that I do want him. I want him to see my hair, I guess. And then think, kind of give me a consultation on what he recommends. How about you? What I do
0: know. you, I, that. I, I would go to him because I have so many whites that are coming in that I think it would mm. the story, like t- I totally understand that girl. And she was like, this is such a big deal for, it's such a big deal because you don't want it to ever look fake because mm-hmm. that's just not your identity. So I really, really understand. So I'd love that. Um, also, if you are listening, you're probably on your phone or if you listen on your computer um, do a quick search of Taylor Tomasi Hill. Um, we will obviously be linking a post from how to be a redhead.com on in the podcast notes. So you'll be able to see it directly on our website. But if you're like, who are these girls in Gian talking about? Um, she is just really a fashion icon in New York. And Stephanie and I, we were living in the city when she was like so so big, we used to like dream about seeing her just on the, the street. Like, right? Remember, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we lived near Lincoln Center, and sometimes she was photographed like over there, especially during Fashion Week. And we would just dream about seeing her because her street fashion is beautiful because she's always wearing the best accessories and the best colors, and some mm-hmm. of my favorite inspirations was like when she wears a lot of leopard and she wears like a lot of strong colors. I'm telling you, I know she's not a natural redhead, but for me, she really inspired me to wear really vibrant colors Mm -hmm. and really, you know, not try to, I guess what's so great about her is she's not trying to stay in the box. She's out of the box. And I think that that's what's so cool. And that's what you want when you get older. And that's what we want. And so, yeah, I just really, really love her. Yeah, me
1: too. I know I actually started i looking at her Instagram because, of course, I follow <laughs> her. And, yeah, just all of her stuff. I don't know. It just makes you feel I like I was saying, like, oh, I want to start wearing a scarf or she just mm-hmm. wears blouses really well, like tucked into jean shorts and
0: everything's effortless.
1: Yeah, like she'll wear like this slouchy sweatshirt with jeans, you know, and like converses or is this converse? Some sneakers, but Yeah. And she always has a pop of color. It's really inspiring. So I think it's just great to talk with Gian. And
0: obviously, he's so passionate about what he does. And it's one of those things talking about talking to people who are passionate about what they do. It's very rare, actually. It is. I mean, all the people we talk about and see in real life and talk to, it's very rare to find someone who actually loves what they do. Yeah. And it's
1: questions I think we talked about that we hear from you guys writing into in about okay, how do I cover up my fading red hair? How do I get rid of, or, you know, get rid of my grays, whatever reason, however much you have growing in currently, but we're redheads. So it's, you want to maintain the red as much as possible. So I think that's really important to get these helpful expert tips.
0: Yeah, for sure. So if you love our podcast and want to help us spread the news about the how to be a redhead brand etc please give us a five-star review and tell your friends redheads and everyone else to subscribe you can listen to this podcast directly on how to be a on apple itunes spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with the products that gian mentioned and so much more rock, rock like and a, like a redhead, redhead.